I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Good morning, guys. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are. Uh, yeah, I have I have fans in all different places of the world. So it could be that felt like a flex, and I didn't mean it like that. I meant it as like a time zone thing. Anyways, uh, welcome back to Awkward Sex in the City. Uh, I hope you guys had a good week. I hope you guys um, masturbated if that's what you wanted to do. I hope you rested if you had time and that's what you wanted to do. I hope you listened to last week's episode if that's what you wanted to do and shared and rated and liked and subscribed. All that good shit, right? Um, This week, we have a guest, uh, one of my favorite people in the world, actually. uh, I met them in comedy. We performed on a show together. That's how I met her. And she fucking killed. And I talk about it a little bit in the episode of like when, when I met her and like the performance. And just a really, just a really cool, funny gal. Um, you can follow her. Her name is Perry Gross. You can follow her on all those social medias at Perry Gross, P-E-R-R-I-G-R-O-S-S. Um, and I'm not going to... I had a really fun time recording this episode. We talked for a long time. Um, some of it probably got edited out just for time-wise, but like she's just someone that's very easy to talk to, ready for whatever journey uh, she's about to go on. And she just, she blessed us. This is what I'll say. She blessed us with her um, COVID dating journey. Um, And it's a blast to listen to. I don't know if it was fun to live, but it's hilarious. And I think you guys are going to laugh a lot and have a really good start to your hump day. Remember to rate, like, subscribe, share, all those things. Oh, oh, oh. um, You should start following awkward sex in the city on instagram just at awkward sex in the city i'm starting to do a lot more uh giveaways a lot more discounts specifically for sex toys and the one coming up next i haven't announced it yet is clone a willy um i am so excited for this one i was also gifted a free one and i am so excited and it's exactly what it sounds like you do like a plaster molding of a your dick or someone's dick they also have clone a pussy um and i'm gonna be giving away one that was said weird i'm gonna be giving away one like i'm so excited um and i just did i just finished uh, wrapped up a uh a sex toy giveaway for charmed at um sweet vibes and just again great toy want you all to get all the free toys Um, and i'm doing more giveaways down the road uh doing more partnerships so yeah follow it because uh, you have to be like, the, the rules are like, you have to follow like both accounts and stuff like that. So it's not enough to listen to the pod, though. I mean, thank you so, so much for listening to the pod. Get on there. Get on Instagram. 
like and follow those accounts so you can get a free clone of willy it's it's so fun i'm so excited uh dream collaboration thank you at clone willy and okay let's go let's go to the app let's go to that episode Yeah, let's just get right into it. Let's get into the yeah. list of, of hinge dating that you've done in COVID yeah. and, and what that's like. Well, it's been all the apps. And then as quarantine went on, I started just downloading other ones, just getting more and more frustrated with with like the <laughs> with like the band of brothers that I was I was attracting. <laughs> was there like a same type of like type of guy? Like would it hit like check off like these certain boxes that you're always like talking to uh, kind of it, I mean anytime there was a guy that said works at stand-up comedy it was an immediate <laughs> no yeah I don't know it was a lot of um sort of just Brooklyn guys with cats for a while and I was like mm, we're okay. not doing we're not doing this um I don't know actually <laughs> There was like a lot of different kind of guys, but there would be like different waves of them, I feel like. So I went into quarantine sort of talking to someone actually that came to your show, the the Valentine's Day show. Yeah. Um, and he was nice, but I don't know. I went through a string of guys after I had a big breakup in September and I was just my first time on online dating and I honestly didn't know what to do where I just was kind of going on multiple dates with people that were nice but I didn't really like them but I felt bad (laughs) not I don't know it was really weird I just they were fine but I just didn't like them yeah you just weren't meshing no and it was but it was fun though like going out and getting sort of like nice attention and they were all like really good like very nice attractive guys um Mm -hmm. And, but I just didn't, I just didn't like them. (laughs) I love this. But yeah, it was just, um, right when quarantine hit, it was just, I was on this rampage of going on these like multiple dates with multiple guys and just not really liking them, but just sort of doing it because I thought this was sort of what what I had to do. do. Yeah. Um, Because I had never met someone online. It was always in person and it was always other comedians as as you know me as um and I finally was just like no more comedians my friends <laughs> made like a chant in the fall where like they were like no more comedians no more like they would chant around me oh in like a circle God. it was like at a it was they were right oh yeah but yeah like in quarantine that guy that I was sort of seeing he was like the top guy out of like the others that I was like interchangeably seeing and also like still on the apps. We like tried to keep it up during quarantine, but it just, it just wasn't working at all. Um, it just, we didn't have like enough of a base to really talk about anything. And I think just the beginning of COVID was just too sad. <laughs> Do you remember March or April at all? Like I can't remember it well. Like I think I literally like blacked it out um because it was really really sad it was really sad well I remember my 30th birthday on March 29th (laughs) that day this hurts my soul so much (laughs) oh my god it's like I was supposed to have like a like a roast of myself um the night before and I remember just laying in my bed when that party was supposed to happen and just I was just like crying and like watching Sex in the City like alone it was so I re- I was like rewatching that show. I don't I actually don't really remember. You're right. It just kind of I think I kind of blacked out, but I do remember just the feeling of that fear of washing down all my groceries, of just those like quick walks of kind of holding my breath when someone would pass me. Mm-hmm. And like the beginning like Zoom happy hours I'd have with friends that sort of went away by like end of April because everyone was just getting upset but yeah I mean yeah that birthday was it was hard that was the scariest time yeah that really like that was we hadn't even hit the peak in um New York City yet with like cases and deaths yet like we wouldn't hit that for like another week 
I also rewatched Sex and the City. I watched it, rewatched it in like May or June. And I cried through every episode because it made me miss New York City Damn. so much. I was yeah. like, this was a terrible decision to do to myself. Yeah, I kind of, it made me more sad. <laughs> it I was made just me like, more sad yeah. too. Yeah, that's how I feel about that new um, Fran Leibowitz show, Pretend It's a City. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. And I was actually just talking about this with someone else today, too. Um, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's not as fun as Sex and the City. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this mean lady just complaining the whole time. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it just – I guess – but now when I'm watching TV, I don't know if you feel this way, but it seems a little worse because you're just – now you're getting creeped out when you see people in big with, spaces. And, like, and without like, masks on? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually had um, was talking to a recruiter uh, in my job search, and he's in Seoul. And I was like, "What's it like over there?" And he was like, "It would be weird if you didn't have a mask on. It's in our advertisements. It's in our shows. Like, it's part of life now." And yeah. I was just like, "That's so smart because yeah, you you watch a show and you're like, they're not. Why are they hugging? They don't have a mask on. No, it's it, like you're just ugh. yeah, yeah. I don't those first like three months because I was living in a studio by myself or just, um, and also sort of, sort of recently single. So it was just the combination of it. And I was also trying to distract myself so much in the fall. Mm -hmm. It was just sort of like a collapse of, all right, now it's time for you to really think about this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everyone, (laughs) everyone did a lot of inner work. Oh my Uh, God. I actually do think it was sort of beneficial though for me. I do oh, think totally. ultimately it was needed, especially with comedy stuff or, and just like dating stuff. I just needed to stop. I wasn't stopping though online. I was definitely, it was sort of just something to do mm-hmm. a little bit, just to talk to like new people kind of. Um, but yeah, so after that guy, and then I went back on the apps and I had like my first like Zoom date with someone probably um, in May. And he seemed, he was like a, like a high school teacher, like seemed kind of cool. Like we talked for a bit on Bumble. It was a Bumble guy. I was on like Bumble and Hinge mostly at the start of quarantine. Then I got more desperate as things continued. (laughs) (laughs) Then we got Tinder popping up. Oh yeah. Well, Tinder came in like a bout of just like sadness and I downloaded it for literally two hours I drank like three shots of rum by myself made pancakes and I just deleted tinder it was a very quick turnaround because it was just disgusting I couldn't I couldn't handle it oh my god because it's just like swarming upper east side guys because I live on the upper east side that's also a good point is like where you are geographically is like that because I used to live uh, East Harlem 101st and first and like yeah the type of group the type of people that pop up on on tinder there you're just like (laughs) I hate you all. Yeah. I hate you all so much. It was bad. It was, I don't know. I was matching with a lot of guys in like Harlem, which was a little bit better, like kind of like Upper West Side. But the Upper East Side guys were just, I don't know, just kind of gross. I feel like they all had like huge apartments and several dogs. That that was like their whole personality (laughs) is having like a dog. You know, you know, the kind of guy. (laughs) There's the have a dog type of guy. There's the have a cat type of guy. Yeah. And there's the um, I just caught a fish type of guy. Yes, the catching a fish kind of guy. It's more I have a dog kind of guy. And here's a picture of my beautiful mom with a lot of Botox kind of guy. That's what I would see on the Upper East Side. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. I'm picturing like a very like Chuck Basque light. Yes, it was very um, sort of like those dress shoes, like loafer dress shoes kind of guys. Ooh, ooh okay. Sp- yeah. You also wear like Sperry's, like the boat shoes, but he's nowhere near a boat. Yeah, like kind of like the Jewish guys that my mom would love for me to be with, but I just cannot (laughs) like a lot of brits (laughs) okay okay um yeah but this guy seemed nice and we get on like a video call and this was like my first one and we start talking and it's going well it seems he seems interesting and fine then he goes into like a very very big bernie like pro Bernie thing to me about just like how amazing Bernie Sanders is. And he was like, do you like Bernie Sanders? I'm like, yeah, I like him. But you know, I was more of like an Elizabeth Warren kind of person, you know, whatever. And this was like 
I think Bernie had already been out of the running. It was just sort of really, really strong political views right away. For um, a first date, that's weird. Yeah. And then he like, his buzzer rings. So he, he's like, oh, I think, I think my box of condoms is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. And I was like, what? So he like goes and gets them and it's like a book and he's like, oh, it's just a book. And I was like, why are you ordering condoms on Amazon? He's like, well, like I want to buy a bunch of them because now that I'm single again, like I can't be having like unprotected sex anymore. And then he just went on this like rant about how much he hates condoms, but he has to get them now. Oh my God. He's like, yeah, I ordered like a hundred. I'm like, It's April in New York City during a pandemic. What are you talking about? Yeah. so weird. I think he was lying to try to impress me, but I do not understand. And then he just kept going on and on about how, like, condoms don't feel good. And I'm like, dude, like, we're talking over video chat and I'm never going to meet you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. You're not putting your condomed dick inside of me. No. Let alone an uncondomed dick. And also just complaining about it already is like, are you serious? Come on. I'm also so sick of that. Like every dude being like, it's, it just doesn't feel the same. It's like, I can't tell a fucking difference. Like, like it's, I don't want an STD from you. Like deal with it. I don't want to get pregnant. No, there's. There's no, there shouldn't be a difference. And also, like, you're lucky to be having sex with me. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I stop. (laughs) I wonder if he was like making a joke about the box of condoms. I don't know. I, but then I like kept calling him out because I'm like pretty, pretty vile. (laughs) Because I'm just like, I'm never, this is just like out of control. And he, I don't think he was, he wasn't joking. I really don't think he was. You dodged but, a bullet. Yeah. So that was one. And then, I mean, I don't know. So I, I kind of, I had like these like waves where I would like talk to maybe like three or four people at once and then they kind of just trickle away. And then I would sort of get one that I would be like, okay, like let's have like a video chat. Cause I wasn't going to meet anyone in person. There was no way. I just was right, too, totally. freaked out and like, it's like already scary enough meeting a man you don't know for a date in regular times. I'm not going to do it when it's like a pandemic. So like um, this other guy, I actually like had him on my show um, and it was like, my friend recommended that he should be on my stand-up show. So I wanted to like call him to like, just like talk to him before like booking him just cause I like to know who's on it or yeah, I just totally. had never heard of him before. So we like talked on the phone and then like a couple weeks later, he like asked me out like on a date. And this was like also like May, New York city. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I just like, I kind of just was getting kind of weird feelings from him. And I just kept asking him like, oh, like, are you like seeing anyone else right now? Like maybe we could go for a walk, but like, have you been on other like COVID dates? And my friend told me that he was kind of like a weird guy. So I kind of was like, sort of just like being nice, but also digging around. So I kept asking him, I was like, so have you been on any other like in-person dates? And he was like, no, I haven't. Oh wait, actually, like I did go on one. I was like, oh, like, when did you do that? And then it slowly, it slowly came out that he was actually sleeping with someone currently. Holy shit. Okay. Wasn't going to tell you. Wasn't going to tell me. And he was like, yeah, but like, I don't know. You're like also Jewish and very funny. And I'm just kind of trying to figure out if I like this other girl. And I'm like, okay, well. Oh my God. No, no. Yeah. So he was, like, lying. I mean, I didn't – I wasn't going to meet up with him anyway, but I was just trying to be, like – if I was going to do it, I was going to make sure that he wasn't seeing anyone else. And he kept lying about it, and then I slowly got it out of him that he actually was. It's been so long since I've dated that I have forgotten (laughs) how bad dates are. Like, they're so bad. Like, the bar is set so low for, like, straight men. It's, like... It's just ridiculous. They're just... I mean, these are these are hilarious tales. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah, it's great comedy. But, like, in it, it's, like, oh, God. Yeah, it's just... I mean, and this time, it's even scarier because it's really, like, endangering. But with this guy, oddly enough, yesterday 
in the in the Met, the gigantic Met. I was in the Italian Baroque, Baroque, whatever, painting section. And this guy comes up to me and he was like, Perry? And I was like, sorry, I don't, I don't recognize you. Who are you? And he's like, it's Eric. And I was like, who's, I was like, who's Eric? <laughs> <laughs> so you won. You definitely so, won. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, Eric, uh, we spoke on the phone and then I recognized his accent because he's German. And I was like, oh. oh my God. But it's kind of creepy that he recognized me. I've never met him in person. That is weird. So I introduced him to my boyfriend who was next to me. And then this other girl came up next to him and he didn't introduce her <gasps> as anything. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, like, that was Whoa. the girl. He's still trying to figure out if he likes her or not. That's why Maybe. he didn't. Yeah, he's just figuring it out. <laughs> oh my God. It was so crazy. That is we- That's weird. But also, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been shocked at how I can still recognize people even with Me the too. masks. I've, I've seen people on the street with masks that I like recognize, but I've never met him. <laughs> That's why I didn't recognize him. You only talked yeah. on the phone. I thought it was, yeah. a, I thought it was a Zoom. Oh. No. And the, the show he was supposed to be on got canceled because of COVID, right? No, it was a Zoom show. He was on the Zoom show. So I did see him over Zoom. Okay, I never met okay. him in person. Wow. Oh, you left, uh, yeah. you left your mark on him. I guess. Jeez. It really freaked me out. Well, I don't know. I, like, I don't think you're aware of it, but you're like a very charming and funny and like pretty girl. And sometimes I don't think you're aware of it. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're like very funny. You're very charming. Like you're very interesting to talk to. And you're like very pretty. Like oh, you're a very well, like fun package. Thank you. Well, that's very nice. Now I'll record that section of this podcast and just play it over and over again. <laughs> I just think I attract a lot of weird freaks. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's too nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's just, it, it might be a mix of being a little too nice though sometimes. Like, I don't I get know. That. But that's, that's very nice of you. Thank you. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You don't believe that about yourself or I don't know. No, maybe no. I'm too nice. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a mix. <laughs> no, but that's right, really sweet right. of you. Thank you. But <laughs> I didn't feel that way during all this, like these, I don't know, because when it's like you interact with these people, so you just feel like that's sort of, it sounds really sad, but it's just, is this who I'm, like, is this what I deserve kind of thing? When it's just like these weird, creepy people who are like lying and I don't know, like the condom guy and then, and then like the lying that like for him to say, like, I want to figure out like, he's like, oh, this girl's Jewish and you're Jewish, but you're funny. It's like, what are you talking about? Is this like how you like compare women? It's so gross. Yeah. That's so weird. And then on top of COVID and like, you really couldn't not tell people the truth and be upfront about like who's in your pod, what your habits are. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a huge violation. That's like, to me, it's almost the equivalent of like taking a condom off during sex and not telling someone like, you have to be like, you have to be honest now. There's no, and then speaking of you saying (laughs) how nice I am and pretty. (laughs) So that happened. I kind of took a little break And then I like went on this other video date with this guy that I was talking to and he gets on the video call and he was like, Hey, I found out today that I might be actually like moving to Maryland in two weeks. I'm like, okay. Um, all right. I guess we could like still talk for a little bit, like maybe whatever. It was just, what else am I doing? And then we start talking and then he goes, so like, do you think I'm attractive? Okay. And I, and I mean, Natalie, like if someone asks you that, aren't you, and I'm like looking them in the eyes, you're not going to say, so I had to say, yeah, like you're you're cute. And then I like asked him the same question back. So I was like, okay, we're being like playful and flirty. I was like, so like, do you think I'm attractive? And he was like, "Mm, not really. (laughs) What? He was fucking negging you. Yeah. I've never been, I had to look up what negging meant after. Cause I texted my friend. She was like, you were negged. I was like, what is that? Oh my God. Just real <laughs> side note for like any men listening, like all women know what negging is now. Like you can stop. Like the majority so of us it, know. Can you explain it to me again? Like, is it just when someone's like purposely mean to you? 
Yeah, they're purposely mean to you to make you feel bad about yourself and basically to settle for someone. So that, that would be like me being like, hey, Perry, like, I know you think you're funny, but like, maybe like stop for a second because it's just not working. And then all of a sudden you're thinking about it and you're just like, uh, now I feel insecure. Now I need like, I would like some like, you know, reassurance that that's not true. Um, do you remember that book? They, I hope they serve uh, beer in hell. He was big on negging. Um, and he would talk about how like he'd go for like bulimic girls because they don't have like a gag reflex. Ew. Yeah. It was like, and that was like the height of like, this is how you get women. You just make them feel like shit. And there was some dude that like sold classes on it too. And I can't remember what his name is, but just like, that's the whole thing is it's literally make someone feel like shit. So they settle for you. That's it's awful. awful. That's I awful. Mean, literally just like what you said though, like you're looking at someone like face to face, even if it's on a camera, you're not going to want to hurt someone. No. Uh, no. Because if you're, you're a decent fucking human. So anyone that's nagging, is just like a piece of shit and also has a lot of shit they have to deal with too on their side. Like he chose to have that video call with me. Mm-hmm. It was just so bizarre because I mean when you're like first dating someone like in those like very early stages or like if you want to like kind of like get out of something you're not gonna you're not gonna really tell the truth sometimes because you don't want to yeah, be totally. like yeah like you're sort of sort of freaking me out or or you're just too much or whatever but but with him it was just it was just like so it felt so bad and it was just after these like strings and strings of just like trying and it was I just got so I remember like I was like well I guess if you don't feel that I'm attractive then we shouldn't talk anymore and I just like slammed my computer down yes good for you that's fucking amazing oh my god his like middle name was blue sky so let's just say that like there's something going on But I should have known. Like, I can't, like, you can't date someone who's like, yeah, my name's like Russell Blue Sky, like, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I forgot his last name. But like, Blue Sky, like, what the, like, his parents must be like parading him around the town as he, when he was like a kid. <laughs> also, he wasn't cute. He was like the one that was not cute. He like, was, oh, yeah. I think he did not display that. He like was like very weird, meek looking. Like, he was the one that I should have been like, no, you're, you, you're gross. <laughs> but again you're just like a decent human being and you're like i'm not gonna hurt someone because we all care about things like that no even with that convo guy like i just kind of like he asked to talk again i was like hey sorry you know i actually thought about it i don't really want to meet up with people right now and that was it and like whatever he's not a bad guy just he had a weird weird thing it's so. it's so interesting because like when i dated i was like all not like on my best behavior but I was like, I'm here to like impress, right? Like it's a, yeah. it's an interview. Your first few like dates are like interviews. You're not, you're holding in your farts. You're like, you know, chest up. Like you, you come prepared to talk yeah. about stuff. Yeah. So, but I don't, I feel like so many people don't do that. And like, listen yeah. to all these like really bad dates. Like, it's like, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean- like I was saying before, I feel like the quarantine sort of like made me like I was like talking to people on the apps, but I wouldn't. There was very few times that I would get on a video chat with someone. It was maybe like four times that I actually wanted to meet them face to face because I just didn't want to like waste my time. Yeah. So if I'm going to like do this and like meet someone there, just like if you're going to be nonchalant about it and not put your like best face forward or whatever, at least in the beginning, you want to like try a little bit but also during covid i mean i i took like a break from the apps for a bit and then like in august i was like okay like maybe someone won't call me ugly on screen again <laughs> i hate him so much i hate him so much what a piece of shit it was so crazy it was just like i remember calling my mom like crying and being like i don't want to like what is wrong with me like what happened And I don't know, I just was, like, so – I just wanted to stop. But I also really wanted, like, a a legitimate good relationship because I had just gotten out of this not great thing that wasn't great for a really long time before we broke up. And I was trying. And then because I had that, like, uh, time – 
to just like sit literally alone for months thinking through it and writing and processing it all. I was ready to meet someone that I liked, Mm -hmm. but it just wasn't working because it was just, it's just, it's very luck based. I feel like. I think so too. I think a lot of it's luck. And I just made me think of, think of what it would have been like if you had that date with that guy in a bar and he said that to you. Like you yeah. would be able to just like shut your computer. That's true. It was kind of maybe even better to screen people this way. Cause I did like waste my time with a lot of guys that I would talk to. The amount of talking was a lot less last year in the fall. Like it was sort of like, okay, like enough. We're going to like go get drinks now, which is sort of, I wish that I didn't do that because it was sort of taking away from time that I could have spent with like my friends or doing even going to a comedy show instead and just going home as opposed to like going on a date and going to a comedy show or whatever, or like mm-hmm. taking a basic bitch, like cycling class, like I was doing, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I just felt like, um, it was good to kind of screen people this way. So when I went on, when I went on again in like August, I, I don't know. I was just kind of like something clicked. I was like, okay, like the cases are really low. It's warm out. It'll be easier to meet someone now if I like am ready to meet someone in person. So I went on Bumble and I met like two guys and I went on like two dates in a week and I was just like, okay, like, here we go. We're doing it. One of the guys I was talking to for like a while before I met him and I met him and it was like a, it was like an okay date. He was sort of like a bro. He actually like had a dog and was talking about his dog the whole time. I was like, yeah, I'm not a big dog person, which is like people like hate that about me, but it's just like, leave me alone. I just don't, I just don't like them that much. I, I mean, why? I'm shocked. They're amazing. I don't know, Natalie. It's like, and whenever I tell people this, I feel like they think less of me, but I'm trying to live my truth. <laughs> One of my best friends from college, uh, like didn't like she I now has a dog with her fiance but she didn't like dogs and I was like really and she was like yeah I know and no one trusts me because of it and I was like yeah I kind of don't <laughs> trust you anymore but I like the honesty I, of it I, I see it on your face right now you're just like so like wow I, I I Perry was charming and nice before and now she's a, a complete monster <laughs> it doesn't like dogs no I get I it I just never had one I never had one growing up I think that's a big part of it too like I grew up with dogs like if you yeah, never did I don't, I don't know what to do with them and also I am a little scared of them sometimes like I don't because I got like badly bit when I was a kid and that was kind of like end game oh my I god mean, come Perry, on this is like totally okay to not like dogs <laughs> in the city too just like walking down the street like little Perry like six years old just like it got bit by a Dalmatian like game over so everyone oh needs god. to stop roasting me and let me live let me live <laughs> oh my god I have my this, plans this makes me feel so bad because I used to date or not date I used to babysit a six-year-old on the Upper East Side was it me it was you <laughs> and she she was deathly afraid of dogs and the elevator and okay. I, and she lived on the eighth floor and I was like, nope, you're getting over this now. Um, and I'd get so mad at her when she got scared of dogs. And I was just like, I'd like complain to my friends being like, she's such a pussy. She's six. <laughs> this kid was six. Like, and I was just like, Ugh. it's scary. And she's small too. Oh, she's so, she was so small. No, I was just being an asshole. Like, <laughs> like she was a child and she was like, I'm telling you my fears. And I was like, get over it. It's fine. I would have been really upset if you were my babysitter. I'd been like, mom, like this girl's like forcing me with animals I'm uncomfortable with. I don't know. I just, my parents, both my parents didn't really have pets. So it was just kind of not something I could talk of. Like, I think he just knew that I wasn't into them on the date. Like he could just, he could just tell my lie and we, it was fine. The dog could smell it on you. He he could smell it on me. He was like, you know, he was really nice. It was like a fine date, but it just, we just didn't have like any like real chemistry. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like two days later, I go on this date with this guy I met on Bumble, we had like the quickest conversation on Bumble. It was, it was like right away. He found my stand up. He like, um. and I don't have my last name. So it was just like, he must, he just Googled like Perry stand up New York. And obviously that's like what comes up. So we like started talking for a bit and then he was like, Oh, like I just, like I did some Google, I did some Googling and I found you on, on YouTube. And he's like, you're really funny. And I was like, and that, I feel like that kind of like was like, oh, this guy's like doing his homework here. Yeah. 
And it was sort of like a nice compliment. And of course I just, even as if I like shit talk comedy, it's like those compliments are like beautiful and golden. Like, of course I'm going to fucking fall for that shit. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we, we had like a nice little, like such a short back and forth. And I was sort of surprised with myself that I didn't like vet him more kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, And we, and right away he was just like, yeah, let's like just meet at the park, like on Saturday. Um, And we met and it was just like, I don't know. We just had like immediately a really nice, good conversation and he was so cute. And now he's my boyfriend. (laughs) I'm throwing up on myself. No, but that's like, everyone feels bad for saying that, but it's like, you went through shit to find like a good guy, you know? Like that's. Yeah, I did. I, you're right. But I was also like ready. Like it was just, I was thinking more straight. I didn't, I didn't like need it as much as I thought I did at the beginning of the pandemic. I wasn't so like upset about this big breakup. It was just like, I don't know. And it was his like attitude around COVID was really nice. Like he was pretty safe. He was like respectful of, of just kind of like how neurotic I was. And he was also very careful. And we had like two dates and they were both just so fun and good. And we just like kept talking. And I feel like I knew that I really liked him because, um, so he's, he's from Australia. So he's been like away from home for a really long time. Yeah. And he's been in the city for two years and he, and I was like, Oh, like, how does it feel? I said, like, how does it feel like living in the city? Like, he's like, yeah, it's just, it's just really hard. I'm like, yeah. And it was just nice to hear someone sort of admit that something is difficult, even on like a first date. Like he was just being himself. And we just had just, I don't know, it just felt so easy and nice and a great like rapport with each other. And then on the third date, I went downtown to see him and we were just like in Washington Square Park and he was just like, oh, um, uh, like what are the chances that we'll like give each other COVID? And I was like, I don't know, like, are you, like, seeing other people right now? And he was like, no. And he was like, I don't mind, like, just being exclusive. And I was like, yeah, me neither. (laughs) And then he kissed me, and that was it. And that was just, like, it was so nice and easy, and I don't know. It It was just really good that he just wanted to just do it. And it's been really good ever since, like, I don't know. And it's, it's been, um, interesting, like dating during it too, like finding stuff to do. And, but we've like made like holidays and stuff like special, just like in my Mm -hmm. little 500 foot place. But yeah. And he's just, he's not a comedian. Um, but he's, he's funnier than like the comedians I dated. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And what's insane is that I was his like first online date. Holy shit. Like ever. Like ever. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? I was like, wow, you're so lucky. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what it's like on the other side. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. I think he had like a video with someone else, but like I was like the first person that he met because he like was like me. Like he like met people in person. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like um, dating and COVID has sped things up? Um, yes and no. It it feels like it's sort of a weird like reversal. So it's like we've definitely like we're definitely serious. We're like it's like a serious relationship, um, which I don't know if it would have gotten to be that way if we weren't seeing each other like as often and also just you know spending just like this really really nice quality time with each other sort of Mm -hmm. in person like that but then when we like do things that are sort of first date like like we went to a museum for the first time last weekend together and it was so fun because it's sort of this like activity we could do as like a couple that we haven't been able to do for like the four months we've been dating so it's sort of like this weird like back and forth of like yeah we're gonna like have like both get really exhausted by COVID and like get stressed out and like talk about our whole lives and like our fears and like all this stuff. Then it's like, oh, like you haven't met any of my friends. 
<laughs> like we've never gone to a movie together or like oh my god it's just but it's like kind of nice because now when we do these things they're so fun yeah. so it's like this back and forth of like very serious and these like light fun things to do together I mean it was so fun like doing we did like a little bit of outdoor dining but that was so fun we're just like getting coffees together is very fun Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Our our origin stories with the people that we're dating right now are very similar. I have like gotten through like a really bad breakup. I did the work. I did the same thing where I was like, <laughs> I did, I did the, work. the work, but I did the same thing where I was like, no more comedians. And then every person that I was fucking was a comedian, but I wasn't dating them. I was just like, I don't want to date right now, but we can totally fuck. Um, but when I met Aaron, I met him in person. It, I was just ready. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to do what like the, the other type of work it takes to be in a relationship, which is like very different than like from the solo yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just felt very easy, like very quickly. And it kind of, it just, no, knock on wood, it just has been the whole time. Like my mom, when I got out of like the really bad relationship, my mom was like, a good one's going to be boring. And I was like, that's so sad. And then I was like, oh, I see what she means now. There's just, there's no fucking drama. Like there's no drama at yeah, all. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like weird because we had so cute, our first COVID scare. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um, And like, that was really stressful. And it's just like like his roommate might have been exposed but it's it's all okay but that was just still like this like external like shit thing that we had to kind of like deal with and i guess it like heightens like these external things that could stress both of us out quicker mm-hmm. than it would in like a regular relationship cuz it's like oh we're like dealing with like these like life or death scary let's protect each other things like very early when like me and my ex-boyfriend never dealt with that kind of stuff yeah at all because it's just like there was not a like global pandemic happening (laughs) so I don't know yeah that's a really good point and it's also I don't know about you but I'm also starting to hit the point where like I forgot what it was like before it's like oh yeah now I just always like I still wash my groceries I'm like yeah I'm just gonna do this until this is done like yeah my face feels like naked if I'm like out with a mask for a second like I went for a bike ride earlier and I just like switched my mask to like because it was just like sweaty and I got a new one and like when it was like out in the open I just felt like like a heathen like in the night like (laughs) like I just I I don't know I did go into a store one time without a mask by accident like I went Mm -hmm. into like a bagel store and my friends and I like basically committed like a murder suicide and no one said anything in the store they should have told me oh my god 
I felt so bad for the workers because just like that must happen all the time where this like like little white bitch just comes in and like orders her bagels with no mask. But I like was walking back and I was like, oh my God. I just, it was early and I wasn't thinking and I just did it. It was so weird. And I've kind of like almost done that a few times. Yeah. Like once a month, I'll leave the house without my mask and I'll like walk down half a block and be like, oh my God, oh my God. And like freak out and run back. And it's weird because you think you'd be like so used to like that feeling of your your breath, like hitting your breath, like hitting your face over and over again. But it's, it's just, I don't know. It just, it still happens. Like, yeah. Yesterday, um, when I ran into that met, the, <laughs> that guy, that German guy with my boyfriend, um, we had to like, we went to the museum together, but we were distancing because like he had that kind of like potential exposure thing. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of like our first or second date where we weren't like getting too close. And it's like, I know him as like a, as what he looks like with a mask on than without a mask on. So every time he took off his mask, I was like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so weird. It was just like so odd, like not being able to like, I don't know. It was sad. I was like, oh, this sucks. Like this is like, Mm -hmm. but um, it's over now. It's all fine. But yeah, it just, it's it's very weird. It's just gonna be so nice when we can actually do more things, but at the same time, like think, thank God we have each other. It's just very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. And a good, and that's also it too. Like I didn't want to, like with all these dating things, I just didn't, this is such like a, I don't want to spend my time with someone I I like don't really care about. A lot of my friends were just kind of like coupling up with people, I think. And I just didn't want to do that. I was being like very, it just happened to be like the first time I was like, oh, like I'm going to meet someone in person. But it just like ended up being the right person. So that was good. I love that. I love that for you guys. I know. It's so weird. Like, who am I speaking this positively? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Tell the audience what your show is called. Oh, my show is called Everyone is Sad. (laughs) (laughs) It's been running for like three years and my comedy is like literally joking about like killing exes and horrible dating the first time I met you and the first time I saw you perform was the same day it was a pit show and you had just been fired and broken up with and she killed like she killed the show I can't remember what show it was but I was like this girl is hilarious but also I feel so bad (laughs) it was for was it for google you went like through like oh it wasn't it was an Amazon Amazon job Amazon okay yeah and they gave you like a letter or something yeah, they like um when they rejected me, they gave me a letter in person that said I wasn't rejected and also if I wanted to sign up for Amazon Prime. It was insane. It was like a branded rejection letter that they like the interview for Amazon is a full day long. Oh my so god. So it was like I was there for like 8 hours and then they give you like a letter like in person like looking you in the eyes again just like here you go <laughs> amazon negged you <laughs> yeah i was negged by amazon and i still order from them it's horrible but i i must i need my nail polish quick <laughs> there you know i try to stay away from it as much as i can but there's just some things you can't find anywhere else and you're just no, like oh, god damn it i know and then other and i feel like they're just winning the game because everything else gets lost mm-hmm. all the time they just like they track everything yeah they track everything they're probably like listening right now. So, I'm gonna, <laughs> so my packages are going to be delayed now. They're like, oh, Perry, we, we know about her. We re-rejected her. But yeah. Yeah, that show. I do remember that show. I think it was, um, was it She Makes Me Laugh? Was it that one? Oh, that was I another, think it was. That was another really good show. Yes, I think it was She Makes Me Laugh. Um, I think they're going to come back with outdoor shows. Cause I know, I know like the main, the main girl, Laura, um, who's been on the, on the podcast listeners, you know her. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. She's really, really cool. Yeah. They were doing it at a venue and then Cuomo did his shit where it was like, no one can do ticketed shows at a venue or at, at like a bar or anything right now, even if it's outdoors. Okay. Yeah, there was, like, this moment where people started doing everything outdoors in venues, and then there was concern of, like, overcrowding, and so then everyone just started going to the park. Yeah, they were – I did their show last year, too, when it was still at the pit, so I know that they, like, recent. I think they recently changed it to, like, a new place. I think it was Caveat. I think they switched to Caveat. Oh, yeah, Caveat. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a really good show, but yeah. Yeah, that sounds like my – that sounds like my stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, like, you killed. It was so good. It was so funny. 
Well, thank you. I mean, your stories, <laughs> your stories that you've told, like on my show, you told the like, um, it was definitely like, I mean, it was like a diarrhea tale. Of oh, course. I told you, I told the story of, um, I had to clean the bathrooms at Trader yes. Joe's and a lady diarrhea at all in the walls. Yes. I remember that. I'll always remember that. <laughs> I will never forget. I will never forget her being like, come here. And I was just like, oh no, what is this? My, a few of my friends that saw that show then would go to your shows because they liked you so much. Oh my and God. I, t- I think I told you that. They like saw you like, oh my God, like who is that girl? Like, I'm like, oh my God, she has the best show in the city. It's like the only one I asked to be on. <laughs> oh my God. Your show is only when I'd be like a little, a little stand-up grinder and be like, hey, like, not only is this show give me a free uh, sex toy every time I go, also, <laughs> um, it's so close to my apartment. It's like the only show that was close to my apartment. It was so cool. I felt so like Carrie Bradshaw-esque, like walking home afterwards. Like, I own this city. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love, I can't, I was even wondering the other day, because people that are listening that have never been, it's in the basement of a sex shop which is very fun, but that basement gets so fucking hot. I did it upstairs too. Oh yeah, yeah, you did it when um, they got a complaint. Uh, They have an elevator and the elevator didn't work. And they got a complaint about that, that they had to um, make the elevator or lift work. So it was all inclusive to anyone coming. And so they took all shows upstairs for a second. Okay. Uh, And And now it's back downstairs because the lift works. Okay. Thinking about that show too, like in that like hot basement, everyone was so close. Mm-hmm. It gives me it gives me shivers. And I'm <laughs> I'm just not sure if people are gonna feel comfortable being in like a basement like that for a long time. Like I don't know, I don't know if awkward sex will go back to the pleasure chest right away, which is so weird to me because it's been there five years at this point. I mean, like that's been like the venue. Yeah. Maybe but... we'll be back in the other space with like the door open or something. Yeah. Maybe like back upstairs. Uh, maybe. I know. I'm interested to see like what people are going to be actually comfortable doing, but there have been people going to these park shows. I mean, I don't want to do this, but like, I think a lot of people really want to like watch live entertainment. I mean, I would really love to see like a play or like a concert mm-hmm. comedy. I feel like I, if I'm not on it, I don't really want to. <laughs> I went to a comedy show in Prospect Park at like the end, tail end, like maybe like September. And it was really, really fun. And I felt the same way. I was like, I don't care. I don't really care about seeing like outdoor shows. And I was like, oh shit. Like this was like a good produced outdoor show. That's nice. Yeah. I saw some, at, I saw some in Central Park that were like, just seemed not that fun. Mm-hmm. But um, it seemed like the one in Pro- the ones in Prospect Park looked better to me. I guess because there's more just like Brooklyn comics. I think these were put on by like a comedy club or something. Like, like I think like yeah. the stand or something. I don't know. They just looked really weird. I can't explain it. It was just like all guys. Of course, it was all guys. Oh my god! And they probably didn't pay either. Their comedians. No. Yeah. No. Because no. I think I might like depending on what it looks like come spring. I actually think I might invest in like the mic and the the speaker Little and all that shit. Thing. Yeah. yeah, and do it outdoors. Um, and see just see what it's like. But like also, I would pay my comedians. Like it's just it, that drives me crazy. Yeah, but they're still doing that. I know. I mean, like, you were the – I feel like you were the only show that paid. Really? I'm trying to think. I did, like, a corporate show. Yeah, yours was really, like, one of the only ones I ever got paid to do. Damn, that sucks. That makes me sad. Um, I know most I of couldn't, Littlefield I didn't shows. pay mine either. I mean, I paid for, like, their drinks, but I, I didn't get paid to do everyone sad. Yeah, because the magnet yeah. didn't give you any of the cut, right? No. Yeah, it's totally different if you don't get the cut. Yeah, I would be. I was side eyed to a few shows that I was like, I know you get a cut of this, and you're not paying your comedians. Like oh, I knew a couple weird. people. Yeah, I knew a couple of shows that caveat that like didn't pay their comedians, and I'm like, you're getting seventy percent of the door, so that's weird. Yeah, I didn't get that, which is like fine. I mean, it is just like I like that community. That was fine to like do that, but like, um, yeah, I would get their like drinks usually sometimes, but yeah, but yeah, yours was really the only one. I, I was there more for. <laughs> the show itself <laughs> and I would just hold a dildo in my hand as the microphone that's that was like the fun thing for me <laughs> I'm so glad yeah I miss it oh it'll, it'll be back it'll be back I believe that I'll be back for sure but I don't want to do zooms anymore I've had 
I've had enough. I can't do it anymore. I don't even like Zoom family things anymore. It's just like, just no. call me on the phone. I can't do this. No. My mom and me have been Zooming a little bit. And last time we Zoomed, she got on the Zoom, and but she was talking to me on the phone. So she was like thinking that the audio wasn't working through the video. So she's like, hi. <laughs> I'm, like, like, just- I'm like, mom, you don't need to have the phone too. And she's like, why? Can you hear me? I'm like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> So for like 10 minutes, she's just like, I was like, wait, are you on the, on the phone with me right now too? And she's like, yeah, why, why wouldn't I be? It just, I have like a really funny screenshot of just her on the phone zooming with me. But yeah, oh it's, just, it's just like zoom fatigue after also like being on zooms all day from work. I don't want to do a zoom like chat or show. Yeah. Or that sounds like a nightmare being on zooms like all day. No, I mean, my job is just like talking to podcast hosts all day. So it's just kind of a... I don't want to be on video more than I have to be. I just want to like read a book or like watch skins, which was like my, that was actually my begin. That's, that's what I was doing in the beginning. That's where I got like most of my, like, I was like masturbating to skins, like insane amounts. It was really weird. It was very bizarre. I was so like worked <laughs> up and, but that was like the only, cause it was so outside of like my world. <laughs> these British teens. I was like, oh my God, this is so hot. I'm like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) It is. I've only seen a few episodes, but it is like sexual. And I was like, I was not that sexual in high school. Like, they were so cool. They were like such like active, like crazy teens. There's no like a US show that compares to that. I was like, this is crazy. They tried to do a US version of Skins and it just came off weird. Yeah, it was um it was really bad. It was like on MTV. But the mm-hmm. British one, the first few seasons is so good. <laughs> I am gonna have to try to rewatch this again because I need new content and I did not like Bridgerton. Uh, it was like this show no, sucks. I thought Bridgerton sucked. I couldn't yeah, watch it. Yeah, it was really bad. Although actually a really good show that I started was um Last Tango in Halifax. It's on Netflix. Okay, I'll check it out. It's like a BBC like British show. It's really good. It's like about just um I think you'd really like it. It's like a romantic comedy, but about these like two old people that like reconnect after years. And it's basically like about the, their like love drama that like both their families have. It's really good. I really like it. Oh my God. Bridgerton is really stupid. It's so dumb. It's not good at all. It's like, I hate it so much. uh, And I judge people that like it. I don't really judge people that like it, but I'm just like, it's not that good guys no watch like riverdale if you really need to get something like that yeah if you want some teen <laughs> angst gossip girl drama just watch gossip girl like, that yeah. show sucks but you know yeah. what you're getting exactly i mean i'm watching downton abbey that's like the real bridgerton like oh yeah <laughs> it's really good i really like it it's the first time watching it <laughs> i never hopped on board but i like respect people that watched it it's good this, it's the first time I'm watching it too. I would recommend it. It's very, it's a, uh, except for there's an episode about the, the Spanish flu. Oh God. And I was like, oh no. And I could not sleep that night. I was like, this is like, everyone's dying. I was like, oh God. Oh no. Oh, I was like, this God. sounds better. Cause it was like less long. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're wearing better outfits. That's but, true. Yeah. But yeah, but not as much as Sex in the City. <laughs> You know, I, and we'll see what it's like with the reboot. Uh, I like fell to the floor. I literally like fell to the floor when I, when I heard the news. Well, they never liked each other. Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker never liked each other. And I I think people don't know that. No, she, they like, she didn't like all of them. She didn't like Cynthia Nixon or, um, what's, what's her name? Uh, Kristen Davis. Yeah. They, they were like, the three of them were friends and then she just like wasn't friends with them. Yeah. Which is like so Samantha. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm so excited for that, though. I'm, I'm going to watch every single one, like, multiple times. It's going to be so bad. I can't wait. It's like, gonna it's going to be, be so bad. It's going to be awful, especially after seeing um, Darren Star make Emily in Paris and how bad that was and how just – he just – I think he's just not in touch with the world anymore. No. I don't think he knows how people talk to each other. That show was so bad. It was awful, and I ate – it all up. <laughs> I, had to, I, I watched, watched it. In a it week. <laughs> yep. I watched it in one sitting. I watched it in yes. one sitting. And I was like, yep, this is getting in season two. And I'm watching all of this. I'm going to yep. watch it all. But like Sex and the City is a good show. Like there, it's a really good show. I think it's just the movies we're getting at like the second movie. It was just, again, not understanding what people 
<laughs> what people are like. And then same yeah. with Emily in Paris is just, I'll still, I still will watch the second season, of course, but it's just still just not realistic. Like, I'm not going to cry from Emily in Paris. I'm going to cry from like Aiden turning around there, a baby on him and she sees him. Like, that's like what I'll cry over. Oh like, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm still going to watch it though, but I, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared, Natalie. Um, I think we all go in knowing what to expect. I'm expecting like sex in the city too. Like I'm expecting to be that bad. Like, yeah, that was really, really bad. I mean, because it was like racist and like sexist and it was just like, oh my God. And Aiden was in it for no reason. For no reason. Uh, If they do a reboot, I think her and Big have to get divorced because there's no point. There's no, like no one has any drama going on. I know. I don't know what they're going to do. That's why the, sec- the second one didn't work. Cause it was like, there wasn't really any drama except all of a sudden Aiden's back. I don't know. I feel like they're going to give someone cancer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kim, Kim's going to be dead from the cancer, right? Like they're just going to be like, she died. I don't know. Maybe they'll say that she moved to LA. <laughs> Maybe. Like, she moved to L.A. to do her PR stuff. That's my prediction. Maybe. I say dead. I say it's, they're going to be like, she died. I don't know if they would be that harsh, though. I feel like they wouldn't be. I don't know. They're going to make so much money. It doesn't matter. It, doesn't, it honestly doesn't matter what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really doesn't. But we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. It yeah. comes out probably next year. Oh, yeah. They're probably filming it, like, right now. We actually went to the park today. And they were filming something on one of the streets. And it was just like, that's so weird that there's like people in that. Um, oh my God, what do they call it? Uh, like those trailers and yeah, stuff? Yeah, trailer. I couldn't think of the word for trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my God. Well, Secession has started recording in New York. Oh shit. I mean, I'm excited for that. That's like, oh my God, that show is. Have oh, you seen that? Oh yeah, I love that yeah. show. Yeah, I that's that like show the, up. That's like the best thing I've seen new in like the past like five years i feel like um i've been telling people to watch ted lasso Ooh, okay I it's heard on that. apple plus but okay. you can get a free week um we got a free year because aaron like got a new computer this year it is the most feel-good show i've seen in like years that you okay. are rooting for everyone Ooh, that's nice <laughs> and it's like really hot men in it and just yeah you'll like i i watched it twice it's only one season i've already watched it twice uh and okay. there is gonna be a second season but i don't know when they're gonna film it but it's great I highly recommend it. Okay, I'll check that out. I mean, I want to root for everyone. That's like that's idea. Yeah, it's like been so long where there's just like, oh no, this is just like feel good and great. Like yeah. I like I smoked a joint and just like hugged myself the whole time. I was like, <laughs> this feels amazing. Well, this has been a really good episode. How do you feel about it? I think it was good. I think it was I, really great. Yeah, no, this was really fun. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, and I would love to have you back whenever. Yeah, I mean, whenever whenever you want. Like, doing stuff like this makes me miss comedy stuff, too, because this is, like, a fun, like, banter back and forth. And thank you for saying those nice things about me. I was like, oh. Yeah, and also <laughs> very true. Like, I hope you know that. Yeah, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. This was of great. Of course. Yay. Right. Bye. Isn't Perry fucking great? Isn't she hilarious? Um, again, she does have an amazing show. Everyone is sad. Uh, I have I've been honored to uh, perform on it. It's one of my favorite shows to perform on. Yeah, I, I was gonna say whenever you know shows are back. <laughs> whenever shows are back, it's I got sad for a second. I do. I really miss my live show. I really miss producing. That's what I miss from the before times. What do you really miss from the before times? I really, really miss. Um, producing i really miss producing i really miss my show that got really sad i'm so sorry guys take it back just just don't worry about it uh like subscribe share review go follow perry at perry gross um go follow awkward sex in the city for those giveaways i want you to get free sex stuff because free sex stuff is the best sex stuff in my opinion in my humble opinion um yeah guys i will see you next week 
wear oh wear two masks now they're saying wear two masks i was always a double masker because you know thank you ocd um and for a long time i was like am i like double condoming myself like am i like taking away the integrity of the surgical mask by doing this um turns out no and now i've been like erin can you please wear two masks when you go inside somewhere and he's very nicely been like yes all I can say is the new variant is definitely New York City. Uh, I just want everyone to be safe and want us to get over this hump, whatever this unfun hump is. Um, yeah, go masturbate. I how I loved how I went high and low, high and low in that outro. Uh, hopefully it sticks. I don't know. You're great. Okay, bye. Love you guys. Masturbate. Masturbate.